Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am your DM, also playing Callius and May, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, as always, if you guys would like to say hi. Hello, everyone. I'm Jamsy, and I play Nanette Silkenthorn. Hello, it's me, Crow, and I play Edric and Mako. And let's get right into the sad, sad recap. On the last session of Cerulean Roll, Eldorus dragged the party into a nearby tavern to have a conversation about his past. He pulled a table into the center of the room and sat everyone down. As everyone took their seats one by one, Eldorus began to unravel his long and woven tale. Little by little, he unraveled the horrors of his past. And once he concluded, he looked onwards at the people he once loved. Nanette began to show compassion, because a life of solitude would drive anyone to do this. But Eldorus put his hand down and explained that he was not a good person. And if she agreed to travel with him, she would be dragged into doing horrible, horrible things. Nanette put her warm hands down, and she said she couldn't travel with him any longer. And one by one, Eldorus looked at the previous people that he loved, and asked them if they would be willing to stay by his side. And one by one, they said no. Eldorus calmly put the ship on the table and began to walk out. He imparted his goodbyes onto the party and disappeared into the nothingness, the darkness, the rain of Shadowfell. Our party began to fix the tables in silence, and where we pick up, the sounds of pouring rain floods your ears as the door hangs open, creaking on its hinges. And as you sit in the tavern, what do you do? I don't think Hendrick would really be moving from the spot he's sitting at. Of course, they already moved the table back, they moved the chairs back, but he's still sitting in the one that he once sat on. You sit there, and your chair remains unmoved. You are sitting right in front of the door. You hear the door creaking behind you, and the pittering of rain is louder than ever. But not as loud as your thoughts. What are you thinking about, Adric? <sighs> There's a lot on his mind right now. It's 
especially after what just happened, he's thinking heavily about the things Aldoris has done. The things Aldoris could have done to them. And every possible memory he's had with the with the group so far. As you see these floating memories drift before your eyes, you see all of what you guys have been through. You see your first interaction with Aldorus amidst a fierce battle against the undead. Then you see your conversations with him after you lost Mako. You see the looks in his eyes across all of these memories as he looks into yours. His soft pink eyes are so full with love. But the image that's hanging haunted in your head is the face you just saw of him. The face of a cold man. The face of a murderer. Yeah. May walks around to you after he tucks in his ta- his chair under the table and he rubs your back. He takes a look at me. You see tears are pittering sliding like a waterfall down his smooth face. They splash against the floor wildly as he silently stares forward as they bubble out. Edric just stares at him for a bit before he and decides to get up from the chair and just walk over and hug him. May hugs you back, and he just puts his hand on your shoulder as he rests his head on it, and he just silently sobs. Ninette comes over and wraps her arms around both of them. As you guys all hug in the middle of this tavern, you see as Callius, Ninette, you see as Callius stands in the door frame. His hat drenched, his outfit died in the black waters of Shadowfell. 
you see, despite his soaked brim drooping in front of his eyes, he pulls it off. And he walks over and gives you a hug. All of you. I know y'all just went through a lot. And believe me, I heard. But... We have things to do. Despite all that. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. He is the first to break away from the hug. And he looks out the door. I don't know what exactly came over him to do all that. To say all the things he did. But those words, they hurt like daggers through the heart. And I'm quite sure they weren't just hurting us, hurting you all. Yeah. I mean, I really do believe he really tried to change. It's just, I think, after we lied to him, things changed, just like how they did before, with Delir. Well, there's only so far we can take these things, you know. And what he did, what he has been doing all of his life, I knew what he did. From the beginning, I've heard of him. I know what he did. But I still traveled with him. It might have been morbid curiosity. But. I don't know. Even in a murderer's eyes like that. I thought I had a friend. Yeah just everything has happened so fast and it's hard to know how to feel right now I mean I didn't really know 
of him before this all, but he's been straightforward about having a complicated past, but hearing all of it just makes my stomach turn. There's only so much you can forgive and forget about some people's past. I personally believe some people ain't worth forgiving. And after what he said, after how he said it about my pa, I don't think I can forgive him. Yeah, I understand. Callius walks back into the rain. I'll go help the people who endured so much. And you guys take as much as you need. All right. Thank, thank you, Gallus. He throws back on his wet hat. He tips it at you. I'll be ready when you are. And he walks into the rain. You hear his boots click in the mud as he walks away. May just kind of clings to you guys. I have fought so hard to bring him back. I know you did. And you did so well. But... I only wish I knew. I only wish I knew what he thought before I did. He rubs his eyes, his nose turning red. Eldorus was kind when I knew him. But the fact that he could say the things that he said towards you even for a moment, thinking about killing either one of you. I, I have to say it was quite, um, how should I say? I don't know if startling is the word. I, it, 
wasn't a response I was looking for, that's for sure. I don't think anyone would want that sort of thing to come out of another's mouth. Especially one we cared about so much. Yeah. But you both really did your best, honestly. I'm sorry I couldn't speak up or anything, but I appreciate that you guys were able to at least have a say. You're fine, Ab. If anything, whenever you can't talk, I'll be your voice, okay? Yeah, I really appreciate it, Nanette. And as you have this somber moment in the tavern, what do you guys wish to do? Well, uh... I'm ready to do whatever you both want to do. Well, there's a lot going on now. Maybe we should help out where we can. And... Oh, I was just gonna say, I, I didn't know that Moonbeam could revert a werewolf. I don't think any of us did, but honestly, I, I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. It is, and um, I, I would like to use it on any other werewolf around like the one in the jail cell was May not there? oh shit May was, May there. was there May was there that's why I was like huh oh but he did um, hide away he didn't really May. see the final blow May mm. May you were you were there with us Oh, oh, right. Sorry, it's been a long day. It's, no, 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 it's okay. What? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I did miss something, didn't I? Yeah. Me, I'm starting to get desperate with getting like here, but... What we got from the previous werewolf wasn't enough. Oh. 
Oh. I see. Yeah. I... It's been a long couple of hours. It really has been. Has been. Well, I I suppose I should. We should continue on. Alright then. Let's. May rubs his eyes, continuously trying to dry the tears from them. And he walks out into the rain. And as you guys follow, where do you go? Where did, uh, where did Callius go? Can we see him from here? Callius is right across the street at the housing district. Hmm. You see as he is looking at the broken down home. And he is just doing his best to try to clean things up. You see as he reaches over to the once werewolf that fought alongside you and is trying to comfort her. And you see as he's comforting one of the survivors of this event. I'll go over and help. As you walk over, you hear Callius just go, It's alright. You weren't in control. You can't. You didn't know what you were doing. Uh, It takes a lot to resist lycanthropy. And he rubs her back. And then you see the survivor that had, I believe it was the son of the parent that survived. You see as this child cries, as Callius just kind of pulls him into a hug. And... I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to endure this. Do you have anyone else you know? Anyone who could take care of you? The child nods. My mom. My mom's at work. I I could take you to her. And make sure everything's alright, okay? It's gonna be okay, okay? 
I don't think it will be. Why? Why did this have to happen to us? Does your fall hate us? And he grips onto Callius's shoulder. Kiddo. Your fall works in mysterious ways. I don't know much about her myself, but... Maybe you fall as plans for you. You know, great heroes have things happen to them. They have events in their life that others may break down at, cry, lash out at the world for. But a hero, though he might lash out, a hero stands up, pulls out his gun, and walks down the path that no one else would. That's what it's that's what it means to be a cowboy. Or a hero in the more traditional sense. Can I be a cowboy? Can I be a hero? Anyone can be a hero. Just be strong for you and your mom. Okay? Okay. I'll, I'll be as strong as I can be. Alright. Now that's the face of a hero. Callius picks up the child and he looks at you, Nanette, and kind of shifts his head over to the werewolf woman so uh, sobbing on the floor. Hmm. All right, then. I just, I kind of move over towards her. Is she injured at all? She is n not relatively injured. Um, she actually looks in really good condition. Hmm. You see, as you go over, Callius takes the child away into the distance to wherever his mother works. And as you see this werewolf woman sobbing, with, with these hands, with these cursed hands, I killed my own baby. 
You weren't in control of yourself. You would never do that by your own will. I don't... I... I don't know. I could see. I could think. I could feel. Why couldn't I stop myself? Why couldn't I stop my baby from dying? Why could I only stop myself? Here. When I... When I almost took someone else away. It's an extremely hard thing to fight against. I tried to, but it was near impossible. I thought I would be able to control myself. I... I felt everything I did with my own hands. These hands. I know it's hard to control what you could do or what you did. And she clenches a fist. But the touch... It lingers with me, no matter what form I'm in, no matter who I am, I can still feel my baby. I can still feel her blood. I managed to control myself for just a bit after I did that I locked myself away I threw myself into the darkness of a basement if I can control myself after why couldn't I do it during She turns to look at you, Nanette, in the eyes. Her eyes are pleading, sad. You see streams of tears fall down her face. That looks like porcelain. And she grabs your shoulders. Why? know you personally, but I'm sure you were 
nothing less than a great mother to your child, and I can only imagine how painful this must be, but it's not your fault. You, you can't put this responsibility in your hands when you weren't in control of yourself. I understand it's easy to imagine that you might have been able to in that moment, but... But I could feel it all with my own hand. You know what it feels like. I do. You I were do. there. You understand. God. Where's Marin? He's... As she stares into your eyes, she looks at you deeply. And there comes a wave of realization where she understands what you're about to say. And you see, as this changeling woman looks at you, those deep black eyes of hers only grow deeper. You see, as cracks run through the porcelain, as she looks away from you. No. 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 And now I have nothing. No one. I'm sorry. She punches into the ground and then punches again and again and again. You see as her knuckles begin to begin bruising and cracking as red blood begins to seep out. Now I have nothing. No one! Ma'am, please. I lost everything. But you're still alive. What's the point in me being alive? If everything I lived for is gone. 
if everything I lived for faded away within a matter of a day, two, three. What's the point of it all? She shakily stands up. What purpose does a mother have with no child? What's the purpose of a widow without her husband? exist as an individual and although these people aren't here anymore they always cared for you and you have to live on for them and for yourself you're not just a mother you're not just a widow. You're your own person. Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Persuasion? Persuasion, yes. That'll be harder than you ever will know. And she begins to wipe her tears shakily with her bloodied hand. But I can try to continue moving forward. I can try to find new purpose. But I don't think I can. And you see, as she slouches forward and begins to walk looking like a broken woman. The rain washing over her. 
as she continues around a corner, out of sight. Can I tell where she's going? Um, you would know that this is towards the side of more housing, but not in the direction of her home. Huh. Could I maybe just take a look just to see? You turn the corner and you see as it appears she's walking aimlessly without a real direction. Just walking to walk. I see. And then I just kind of Puts her face in her hands. And we'll swap perspectives over to May and Adric. As you guys stand there in the street, Adric, what do you want to do? Is there to do with anything? Um, you can check on Ash. You can check on the cure. Um, it's probably best to administer yourselves with the cure before it gets too dark. Fair enough. Yeah. Edric, you and May walk over to the alchemical aggregate. You open the door and you are greeted with the um, the emptiness of the store. There's no one on this side, the store side. On the laboratory side? You open the door you are immediately flooded with this white fluorescence in the cool chill of a laboratory. Um, And you see Ash uh, tinkering away with some more of this blood. Um, alone, Ash. She turns around and she goes, Hey there, um, I'm still working on the cure, but I think I'm finally onto it. That's, that's good. Um, it, it, the extra blood did help a lot. I was able to speed up the process a little bit more 
do some more outlandish experiments. And if you want to be the first to try it, it seems like you're ready. Yeah, safer to do it now than before it gets any dark. Yeah, I gotcha. And she walks over to you. She hands you this vial of this silvery liquid. It's white and iridescent. And she gives it to you. Just drink a bit of it and it should help you out. Okay. Thank you, Mish. No problem. Adric, you uncork the vial and you swig it down? Yeah. As you drink it, you feel as your throat begins to tingle and burn. (laughs) Yeah, it it should tingle and burn a bit. It's destroying any of the... Yeah. I can tell. But if it works, I think it's worth it. May pats you on the back as you kind of force it down a bit more. And as this burning sensation begins to subside, you feel as these woven features that you acquired begin to quickly go away. But the pain is uh, pretty immense. You are going to take... You're going to take seven damage as this burning continues to sear, taking away these woven appendages. It's it's working. It it hurts. It hurts. It really hurts, but it's working. That I can assure. Well, yeah, that's a good sign. Um, I, I guess it's your turn. And she looks at May, and May goes, Oh! Hmm. Yeah. May. I know. You. May grabs the potion from you, Adric. He looks at it. Do you you want me to call Nanette? Yeah, you go get her. Okay. Edric rushes out. Edric, you rush out. You hear as May takes two steps, uh, two sips, and immediately falls on the floor. Oh, God. He just goes, ow, 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 ow. Um, oh, my God. He took way more damage than you. Oh, my uh, God. May. Uh, <laughs> May nearly boy. passes out. Um, Ash oh, just goes, Oh, uh, let me get a potion. Okay, hold up. Um, and Adric, you run out of the story hearing as Ash begins to dig through some potions. And you see Nanette staring forward, uh, like turning the corner of a building. Nanette? Huh? Oh, uh, hey, Adric. 
Are you all right? Oh, yeah, it's just... I had a very difficult conversation with the... Uh, Marin's wife. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I understand. Well, um... Ash... Uh, made the cure. It's going to hurt a lot. But... It works. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it kinda hurt me a little bit more than it did me. Oh. Well, um... Hopefully, it should be fine. Should I get her too, or? I think that's a good idea. Uh, alright. I kind of, like, walk towards where the woman is walking. You see, it's just slow, methodical steps in the rain. Uh, it's fairly easy to catch up to her. Oh, uh, ma'am, actually, uh, a cure has been made. If you want to go take that. She looks at you. A second chance. Yes, I, I, I would like to be rid of this. Alright, let's go then. I've been told that it might hurt a bit. Oh, uh, hopefully I'll be fine. I believe so. Um, and as you're looking at this changeling woman... You see as her appearance is beginning to change, not to that of a wolf, but to that of someone who looks entirely different, no longer oh. a changeling at first glance. Hmm. You see as more elven appearance begins to come out, a more smooth complexion uh you see as instead of having clay like hair it is more like yours like strands you see these black strands begin to cover over her face as they get drenched in the rain and as you guys all walk over to the laboratory um, I'd say Callius meets you guys back up in the middle of the road. Hey guys, is everything going okay? Um, better than what happened previously. Um, Ash got around to the cure. Nah, 
well, that's good. Uh, I kind of don't like having wolf ears. They're very bad. Yeah. Um, Callius, just... You see for a second that this little smirk he gets whenever he tries to joke tries to come out but it just falls flat as he walks with you guys down the street and he, as you guys oh yeah no he was he was just going to nod as you guys walk down over to the the laboratory you make your yourselves uh you make your way into the laboratory. You open up the door. You see Maya's on the floor. Ash is oh. administering a health potion. Uh, um. May? Uh, well. Um. I. So. This is a possibility of the potion that I didn't really think would be an issue. Um. He almost died. Oh, um, what? Uh, uh, pardon me? Uh, his injuries from before kind of carried over a little bit into drinking the potion, and it was pretty bad. Oh my god. We should take more caution with administering the potions. Um, yeah. Yeah, is anyone injured right now? The werewolf woman shakes her head. Um... Adric, are you alright? I... I already took it. Oh! Um, okay then. Yeah, I'm doing fine as well. Well, who's first? Um, I guess I'll take it. All right, Nanette, as you take a sip of this potion, you drink it back and you immediately feel a burning, a very harsh burning in your throat. It is agonizing. (laughs) It feels like a fire has been lit inside of your organs. Oh god. And oh, you, you take 20 kidding. damage. Oh my god, that's half of my health. And oh. as this burning subsides, you notice that the woven appendages also oh. go away. Oh. Thank goodness. And Callius just goes, I'll take it next, if you don't mind. Um, He grabs the potion and begins to sip it a little bit. And he takes... 20 damage. (laughs) Um, As Callius drinks this potion back, you see him grab his heart 
as this burning begins to take place. And he goes, oh, you know, I, all right, yeah, I've been told what this does. It's like a really bad pepper. Um, and last is the werewolf changeling. You see her appearance change has completely taken place where she has these soft blue eyes and blackened hair that drapes across her entire body. She is wearing the same clothes as before the transformation and she grabs the potion and begins to sip it. And as she sips this potion, you see immediately as she falls to the floor unconscious. Oh my goodness. Oh god. Oh, oh, uh, I'll go get another health potion. Um, she, Ash quickly leaps into the other room and grabs another health potion and begins to administer it to the werewolf woman. So, for context, listeners, um, out of werewolf form, this changeling only had 10 HP. Oh! If that was a 20, 20 damage, that oh. would have been an auto kill. Oh my, oh my god. god! But you see, as she was the destined to keep woman, going, yeah. come on. The changeling woman begins to wake up slightly. Her head pounds with a vicious agony, and this burning is still taking place. <sighs> Ah. Is it gone? Am I normal? Yeah. Uh, we should all be rid of it now. Yeah. Good. Good. And... As you guys all get healed up, you see as the changeling woman goes, stands up slowly, holding her head. Oh. She looks to the side a little bit. I'll continue on my own. I wish you all the best of travels. I wish you good luck. Definitely. Stay safe. She nods. You as well. And she begins to walk out into the cold rain again. He still has it. 
Oh no. Oh no. That's not good. Wait. Oh no. Oh. What do we do? I don't know. I don't know where he is. We have to stop him. But how, how are we going to do that? I, I don't know. I don't know how we're supposed to stop him. I just know we have to. If, if Eldorus loses control again, I, I doubt many people are going to be able to stop him. No, going to. And May just looks at you. We really, really have to do something about this. But where do we even look for him? I I don't know. I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know either. There's no way to tell. Well, since we don't know where he is, we'll just have to maybe track him on the side. I'm I'm sure that we'll be able to tell when we're getting near to him. I'm sure there will be people around to know. I'm very sure. Before anything, we should devise a plan. Because one-on-one with Aldorus, or three-on-one against Aldorus, four-on-one against Aldorus, is not in our favor. No. No. Is the cure only drinkable? Um, no, as long as it's administered into the blood somehow, it works. Drinkable is just the least painful option. Hmm. What are you thinking? Maybe if we coat a weapon with it and then hit him with it, then... Then that she's uh, strong! Well, I know, but... It... I don't know. I think... We'll just have to do it. One of us is bound to hit Aldorus at some point. And especially if one of us have a weapon 
if anything, I could even be able to... I should be able to moonbeam him. Moonbeam him. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. But I... I just know what he's capable of. He's strong. And I, I'm, I'm worried about being able to hit him. Well, um, any other ideas? Um, that's all from me. I just know we cannot keep him around out there. No, but it's much harder when we know how strong he is. I know me and Nanette are pretty good at shots. I could coat my bullets in that, and Nanette can uh, coat an arrow with it. And it seems like we'll just have to hunt him down. <sighs> Better than nothing. So, what's the other plan? Should we maybe get some rest before leaving town? I mean, after drinking that potion, I'm sure we need it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, didn't I? Yeah. It's... All right. How long happened? Well, let's go to the inn, then. Get you guys some rest. Okay. Um, you guys follow Callius over to the inn. And... As you guys get closer to it, you see this two-story building with an elongated frame. Wooden logs bisect the building into two even parts and clear windows are in between each of these logs. They are coated with curtains, so you can't see inside. Towards the second story, you can see a circular mosaic window made of blue and clear tinted glass, forming the shape of a moon. Right beneath the circular window is a double door, and as you push it open, the red lights of the Ashen Sea begin to spill inwards. The interior of this building is very quaint and thoroughly trashed. A similar sight to what you've seen before in Melvers. You see there are crates bearing the insignia of the Blackheart Pirates, and they are laid out all across the floor. 
The front desk is laid barren. The check-in book is flipped open with a pen violently crammed into the paper. And a beaten, rusted bell sits atop the desk. Well, there's a lot to look at here. Certainly uh, a scary place to be yeah. visiting. We'll just have to make do. Of course. Uh, Callius walks forward and rings the bell. And you hear a creak from under the floorboard. And then you hear a bang Uh, and the desk shakes a bit and then you see a figure begins to rise from beneath the desk and you see a thin and spindly dragonborn with ruby red scales and spiky blonde hair that twirls into extra horns you see this tired-looking dragonborn meets your eyes and he goes, Oh, customers. Hello. Uh, hey. Hello. Uh, rest, yes. Do you want rest? Yes. Yes. Okay, alright. Oh, uh, just a fair warning. Um, I'm sure you've noticed. And he points around the room. Yeah. You know what that means, right? Yes. Oh, good, you know what that means. Okay. Well, um... Yeah, uh... Okay, ground rules for your stay. Don't go in the basement. If you can fight, go into the basement. Okay. Okay. Um... Uh... Huh? Go on. Okay, yeah, no, those are the only ground rules. Oh. I'm... Alright. Yeah, listen. Well, you guys look like adventurers, you, and you definitely are out of town. Uh, I'll pay you $40 to clear out... Or, <laughs> not 40 gold coin. Um... I'll pay you 40 gold for every single pirate that's down there. How how many of them are there down there? Uh, How many are down there? You don't know how many there are? Oh, there's not a lot. I just was really sleepy and they beat the shit out of me. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Um, hold up, I set some sums up for this. Let me just do some quick math. Um, um, oh, there's only like three of them down there. Oh, it's three? Yeah. Is there specifically what they are? Like, what kind of weapons do they use? Um, undead? And swords. Are they big? 
it was kind of hard to see how big they were when they punched the shit out of me. Did they punch at you from above or from below? It's kind of hard to not punch at me from above. He is relatively short. Okay. So they're taller than me. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, they're, they're pirates. I don't, I don't really mind, but like, he turns to the group. Uh, maybe sleep, maybe sleep yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe sleep first. We're, we've had a long, 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 lot of stuff. Yeah, totally cool. Just don't go in the basement then. And then go in the basement tomorrow. Alright, it's fine. Alright. And the dragonborn gives you a thumbs up and then crawls underneath the desk again. That's so cryptic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you guys can just find any room. A- any single room that you want, you could just find it and just take it. Uh, he says from oh, under okay. the desk. Oh, thank you. Oh. Right. Yeah, thank you. Why does everywhere just have to suck? I... I guess this is just how Shadowfell is. Uh, it's, um, it's their fault. I guess everywhere the Blackheart Pirates are, disaster follows. Exactly. And you guys make your way into the several rooms and... As you guys lay down and get some long-needed rest, roll me some wisdom saving throws. I knew it. I knew it. I will find you. I will find you. Wisdom saving throws. Wisdom saving throws, my beloved. Oh, I need it. I'm sure that's not gonna uh, that's not gonna be it after no. the ones that have already passed. So I'm just I'm, gonna say I'm definitely hi. not passing. <laughs> yeah, hi. What's up? Hi, buddy. Oh um, Can we have a shared nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> shared nightmare. <laughs> um Adric, you managed to fall asleep. Um, thoughts do linger on your head, but you again manage to push through them. Oh, you did. Fall wistfully asleep. Bye, Adric. <laughs> and Nanette, as you lay in this bed and begin to get enraptured with thoughts, words that you've heard from multiple different people. You hear, you are far too naive. And then you hear, you are far too naive, Nanette. And you find yourself standing in the wallowing black waters of a nightmare. Nanette, you see a figure in the distance standing in the water. 
splints of red gleaming across the black waters. I approach. As you take your first step, you see the water splits rapidly. A shockwave breaks across the ocean. You see, holding your throat, is Eldorus. Eldorus. And then you see, as you are pushed into the water, was too naive lied to lied to by you whom I love you killed Jewel you killed her what you took her away from me I would never do such a thing. You did. And he grabs you. He turns your head to look across the water. And as you stare out across the black horizons, you see Jewel surrounded by people battling a battle that you have no say in. You see, she leaps and bounds through the black waters, dodging these inky amalgamations of soldiers. Then you see, as she jumps into the air, a blade pierces her through the abdomen. Jewel! The soldier takes this blade, pushes her into the water, and twists it. Jewel! A war cry as Jewel screams in agony. Ah! And then you see as multiple soldiers surround Jewel, stabbing her and ending her life. No, no, no. You sent her to an unsafe place. You took her out of my hands. You sent her to death. I'm sorry. You killed her. 
and now I'll never get to see her again. And it's all your fault. I didn't know. You didn't know. You could have talked to me at any point. Then you would have known. But you lied. You lied and hid it away from me. Saying she's in a safe place. You're just like Delir. A liar. A traitorous scum. Every day, I would see it in your eyes. Those blue eyes looking exactly like his. We could have been family. We could have been happy. Yet you ruined it! You ruined it all! And now you weep there, crying into nothingness. I'm sorry. I looked upon you, talked to you, confided in you, cheered you up in your darkest moments, and what I got back was just another lie. Just another string cut in my life. Now I'll cut your string. And you see as Eldorus raises a fist. No. Don't. And he gouges out his own heart. Huh? What? My blood is going to be forever on your hands. His blood seeps across your hands. What? Because I loved you. And all I got back was pain. And Nanette, you abruptly snap back into your room. I immediately just set up. 
What's going through your mind as you sit up? I just... I feel so... guilty. Like, the reason all of that happened was because of that lie. And I decided to go through with it. As this guilt fills your mind, you see out of the corner of your eye, a shadow. What? You see a shadow in the corner of the room. Um. Ah. Uh, uh, Do you turn to face it? Yes. As you turn to face it, you see a black silhouette with golden accents trailing its body. You see these ornate armor pieces are clinging into its arms, making its fingertips look like gilded claws. You see its face is only two red dots with white hair that trails down its shoulders, spiraling infinitely. It's wearing a gilded crown. It walks up to you, puts his hand on the bed, and puts a clawed finger on your chin. I could make it better. And that's where we'll end today's session. What? What? What did he need by...